Welcome to the Known Parent Podcast. This podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead your teenagers to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can learn more about LifeWay Student Ministry at www.lifeway.com students. Your hosts for the Known Parent Podcast are Rick Prawl and Mike Wakefield from Student Ministry Publishing at LifeWay. Rick has a son and daughter in college, and Mike has a daughter in college and a son in high school. In addition to being parents of teenagers, both Rick and Mike have experience in student ministry, church staff ministry, and ministry through student ministry publishing. Let's join Rick and Mike as they share their experiences related to the topic for parents and teenagers addressed in this month's known study. Welcome to another episode of our Known Parent Podcast. I'm Rick Prawl. I've got the rest of the Known editorial team here for this uh, meeting. we got Karen and Mike in here. Mike Wakefield, Karen Daniel. How are you guys doing? Uh, let's get on with this. I'm tired. Let's go. Let's hurry. <laughs> <laughs> well, parents, we are talking about uh, patience this morning. And uh, I guess just a couple questions on the front end. Are you a patient person? And what is patience? That's one of those questions we're going to try to answer here. Mm. Uh, you know, guys, as we get into this podcast, as I was looking at this, this is one of those things we probably don't want to talk about much because as parents, this could be an area that we struggle in. Um, why is patience such a big deal? Um, I think, I think Rick, um, I think part of it's just our society. Uh, we live in an instant society. We live in that microwave society where, you know, we get things, every, it's just instantaneous, you know, we... And we want that. We've grown up in that. Our kids especially have grown up in that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but they get things just you know. If they want something, they get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's it's um, also this thing about kids feel entitled to get things, and so you know they want it now, and it, and they deserve it now, and that yeah. kind of stuff. And so <laughs> I think it's our job to help them realize that's not the truth. What do you think, Karen? I think good things come to those who wait. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, instant gratification, you know, Ashton took her ACT a couple of weeks ago. And even though she knew scores wouldn't be posted for a couple of weeks, she was still checking every single day <laughs> yeah. just in case. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. It, it's it's true. It's just we, we're used to it. You know, you're used to – you have a question about something – Research it, just Google it. Yeah. You got the answer in 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, and parents, I mean, that's kind of the topic that we're talking about this month with your kids in Bible study. Uh, the title of this whole unit is I Want Patience Now. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the way we go about things, uh, which, you know, when you read that title, it's a complete contradiction. You know, I want patience, but I want it now. Um, and the questions your students are going to be looking at in Bible study this month and some things for you to just kind of think about is, you know, how does God show patience? You know, as we're talking about, we'll get into this whole idea that, you know, that is a characteristic characteristic of God that we are to demonstrate. And so it's probably a good idea for us to start with, you know, how does God show patience? We'll talk about what does it mean to wait for the Lord, to have patience on God? Uh, what are the qualities of a patient person? And uh, why should I be patient in relationships? Um, so, you know, parents, as you're looking, thinking about this, especially as your students get into the uh, third and fourth session of the study, some really good points to kind of park on and, and just talk about, you know, qualities of a patient person. And it gives you a couple of weeks as a parent to get prepared to be patient Oof. with your kids. Um, you know, Mike, talk just a little bit about the, the whole idea of why we even go about having this kind of a Bible study in known as far as talking about patience. I mean, it is one of the fruit of the spirit. Yeah, that's, that's a big deal. We, you know, part of that owning your faith, um, uh, strategy, know God, uh, own your faith, make your faith known. 
that that middle section is you know we deal with uh, character we deal with uh, discernment in those in that in that area and that character thing is so huge for us you know and we, and we do we, we are we look at the fruit of the spirit in our scope and sequence but uh, I mean it's not just a matter of that it's that that we want students to have that character of Christ you know and um, and that's one of his characters. And, and as we look in that first session, it is the character of God to be patient. You know, he is patient. And, and, uh, and if you look at the life of Christ, if you, you know, you read the new Testament, you see him being patient, you know, especially with his disciples, you know, yeah. how could he have made it if he hadn't been patient with them, you know, but, um, that's what we want to exude. But, you know, because I think sometimes Rick, when we are impatient, what happens when we are impatient? Then we we are so far from who Christ is, and and the way that we act out that impatience. So yeah, well, and we got in that first session about you know how does God show patience? Um, you know, we think a lot about us, and you know, as Karen, Karen, you mentioned this whole microwave society, and we tend to be real impatient, and God is you know kind of different from that. Is very different from that. You know, Karen, kind of talk a little bit about that first session and and how does God show patience? I mean, what's that all about when we're talking about God showing patience? Well, well, you know, the easiest thing is to think of how he's shown patience with me. You know, I get frustrated, you know, in in my prayer life. I think we've we've probably all got those people we've prayed for. We've got situations we've prayed about. We've got all these things and and I'm so thankful that God is patient with me. Because I'm not always uh, where I need to be with him. And I think over that time, because it's through his patience that develops that character and that faith and a trust uh, in me that wouldn't be there if I didn't have to learn some patience. It's the same thing that we do with our children. So, uh, you know, I look at I look at how God was, you know, like I said, was he's slow to anger. He's waiting for people to come to him. And he's got the patience that I often don't have. So I think we've, we just, we learned so much. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, as I thought back, you know, as my kids were growing up, you know, when they were, when they were really young, you know, toddlers, as parents, we just naturally have, have patience as they're trying to grow and we're trying to get them potty trained. I mean, that was mm. a whole test of patience <laughs> and mm-hmm. trying to teach them how to get dressed and tie their shoes. And we tend to be a whole lot more patient. And then when they become teenagers, Man, talk about trying our patience, and wow. it seems like we completely lose that sense of patience. And certainly, as you know, as you know, the leaders and the editorial team on this known team, we are certainly not immune from a lack of patience with our kids. I mean, what are some of the situations, just in your guys' life, where your teens have tried your patience recently? Well, we were just kind of laughing and joking beforehand. I'll just mention this: my, my son's a junior, and so he came in late the other night and so we're already in the bed my wife and i are already in the bed and i'm about half asleep already he he comes in and wants to explain some physics stuff to me you know and so he's got his sheet of paper out and he's showing me you know and i'm doing my best trying to stay awake and be interested you know and you know that's just kind of a funny thing but you know you know they will try our patient i mean as they're growing up they're pushing boundaries they're trying to find their independence and that's part of it where we are now with with him and, and we've been there with our daughter you know when do you kind of let them go and let you know let them make those mistakes or yeah. trying to be patient with that as they learn as they grow i can remember just praying for this year's you know praying for for my son to mature you know oh god <laughs> please he's got to you know he's got to grow up and take responsibility and some of those things and so just letting some of that just the natural growth uh, of our of our kids you know just waiting on god to do his work in their lives and trusting him to do that so that's more about 
probably that's more about me than it is, you know, just about really him or, or, or my daughter, either one, but, uh, just, you know, just that natural, okay, come on, hurry up, get, you know, get where you're responsible to make these decisions, you know? And I, and I think that there's just tough times how, and, and for us as parents, where's the fine line to let them go relax at the same time. I got to push a little harder here. So, yeah. well, and there's also, you know, the way I see it displayed in my daughter's, my oldest daughter's life, who's also, a, you know, she's 16, you know, she's wrapping up her junior year. Well, she's she's we joke with her about it. She's always been one of these kids who can't wait to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like she's already written off her whole senior year because she's <laughs> looking at college now. And, and you know, we we try to encourage her slow down, enjoy the moment, you know, enjoy your senior year. This is this is a very special time in your life. Don't don't rush it. It's okay. You know, let everything happen in its time and learn what you can in the moment. And and it's tough because, like you say, the instant gratification, the microwave society, they want every, they want the next big thing now. And for her right now, that's college. She just can't wait. That's all that's on her mind. And yeah. I, I don't want her to miss what's between now and then. Yeah. Well, and it is tough as parents. I mean, demonstrating patience and waiting on our kids. You know, you know, my, both my kids are in college and waiting for my son to to try to figure out exactly what he wants to try to do. And and you know, waiting on information. We've asked him mm-hmm. several times about information that we need about you know summer school and the next year and all this stuff and it's real tempting as a parent to to send that text every day or to call yeah. every day and it's it's that is that struggle like mm-hmm. you mentioned Mike of waiting for that independence to kind of kick in um and being patient so what do we do as parents i mean how how do we develop patience with our kids pray <laughs> yeah, yeah you know jesus yeah that's a lot it's right you know one of those good church answers yeah that's a good question, Rick. I, I, you know, because as I look back on it, there are days I'm really patient and days I'm not. You yeah. know, I don't know that it's, and, and a lot of it is, and we kind of joke, but a lot of it is my own walk with the Lord, where I am with Him, and you know, my own, just my own character. You know, because when I'm walking with the Lord and when I'm, you know, really in His Word and praying, and and then, well, I think that just, sure that's a natural thing because then I then I possess more of the character of Christ when I'm that way. And so I'm willing to be more patient. Plus when I'm that way, I'm more discerning to understand when I really need to wait and to be patient or do I need to push a little bit? You know, when I act out of the flesh, then, you know, I'm a lot more like I am out on the freeway, you know, (laughs) and then somebody's cutting me off or won't let me around or that kind of stuff that, you know, so. Yeah, and I think letting our kids walk with us through it. You know, I I look at myself, and I hurt my knee a few weeks ago. And I've been very impatient. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't been a good patient because I've been so impatient. I'm not the kind of person who's okay with going home and taking it easy, kicking my feet up. You know, I'm like any other mom who's got teenagers in the house constantly on the go. So it's been really tough for me. And someone asked me recently, you think God might be trying to teach you patience? (laughs) (laughs) And so I've had to kind of take that in like, okay, maybe. And and, and I look at my own, you know, look at myself and think, okay, if I'm not more patient, how in the world am I going to model this for my daughters? So, Well, and it really comes back to, 
if your church is doing our midweek studies in known, the very first midweek study is that, you know, why is patience such a big deal? And it goes back to what Mike said earlier, that it really is a reflection of God's character. As we talk about, you know, the fruit of the Spirit being in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience. It seems like, I know for us as parents, you know, we, we try to spend a lot working on those first few. Love, joy, peace, okay, i got to work on all those. Um, and we find it we find a lot of impatience trying to work on those, and then we kind of skip over this patience. We go to, you know, some of the others. Um, but patience is one of those fruit of the spirit, which for me means that as a Christian, and God's Holy Spirit is living inside of me, and this is a characteristic of God. We talk about you know God showing patience. That since this is a a characteristic of God, part of His nature, since He is in me inherently, then that means it is now a part of my nature. But it seems like. It seems like we spend so much time as parents, especially with teenagers, suppressing that part of our spiritual nature. It comes back to what you mentioned, Mike, You know, and it does sound like Sunday school answers, but it really is true, that prayer, Bible study, just asking God for patience and walking with our kids, um, praying for our kids every day. I know for me that has been a big deal is is praying for my, for my kids. Uh, when they were in high school and now even while they're in college, you know, praying every day for them, it's a... It makes it a lot easier to be patient with them when I'm praying for them in right, the mornings right. and, and praying for myself that I would have patience. Um, and there are a lot of things our kids do that, that you know, through those teenage years that, that try our patience. You know, for my son, it was, you know, all the different hairstyles and all the different things he wanted to do and trying to be patient and, and asking ourselves as parents, you know, uh, you know, what, hill what's down. the hill that we want to yeah. die on? Yeah. yeah, it's like okay, you know, hair's going to come and go. He's changed his hair twelve different times. You know, that's this one's going to go away at some point. You know, what is the bigger deal, and right. and how do we have some patience? Um, but it really does come back to that trying to reflect God's character. And as a parent, if I'm really concerned with trying to to teach my kids to grow and own their faith, man, I need to I need to model this. But at the same time. Also realize that that is the biggest battlefield is at home with patience. It's a whole lot easier to be patient with you guys here at work um, than it is to be patient with family members. And it seems like it seems like for me and for a lot of the guys that I minister to that that these fruit of the spirit it's easier to do outside of the home, mm-hmm. and it's more difficult when we're the people that we love and hang out with all the time um, and trying to be patient. Um, we've got a session in here. What are the qualities of a patient person? What are we talking about there? Well, we've listed three or four things here, understanding, hopeful, confident. All of this, you know, it comes out of, well, two of them come out of the Psalms and one out of the Proverbs. I like the that patient person is, is understanding, you know, to, to, to be able to look at, especially in view of my, my children, to understand where they are and what they're going through and trying to understand. And just outside the realm of my family, even when I'm, as I mentioned a minute ago, even when I'm on the road, you know, to see people through Christ's eyes and to think, you know, what that person, what's going on in their lives, you know, and and maybe they're acting that way if I'm out and, you know, and I'm, I'm impatient with a person out when I'm shopping or doing something, you know, instead of being angry at them or impatient with them because they're doing something, try to see them through Christ's eyes and his love and think, well, I wonder what's going on in their lives and why they may be acting this way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's part of it, Rick, part of it is, you know, we are such a me society. It's all about me. And when I make it all about me, then I'm really impatient with everybody yeah. else, you know. And I think that's something I'm going to have to help my children know that, you know. It's not about you, you know. It's about, I mean, just look at the New Testament. Read over and over again. It's all about Christ. And then it's all about us turning outside to see other people. And uh, when we begin to turn inward, man, 
that we really can grow some. I mean, we, that impatience really grows up when it's when it is becomes all about me. Karen, from a mom's point of view, how do we do that as parents to to begin to get our kids to to think about you know think about others first rather than themselves? Because I mean, like you said earlier, it really is all about everything in our lives is all about me. How do we get our kids to focus outward? You know, I mean, that, that's honestly, it's something that, that I struggle with uh, personally in, in my home. So I'm not sure I'm the right person to ask. <laughs> uh, and, you know, part of it, I look at teenagers, just where they are in life, where they've been. Everything is so uh, kid-centric these days that they have no reason to think that it's not all about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, everything from media, it, it's everything is so centered around them. So, yeah, it is it is tough, um, and, and it's something that, that we do, you know, we try to do. I don't know how successful I've been at it, but that is something that is that is definitely on my mind. And we talk to our, our daughters about, well, how do you think the other person feels? How do you think, uh, you know, if, if someone comes home complaining about something a teacher did or how unfair they were, it's, well, what do you think the teacher, what's her reason for that? You know, maybe she was having a bad day. Maybe something happened at home this week and she's under a lot of stress. Trying to get it, like you say, off of them, that it's not necessarily about them or anything that they did wrong or right or whatever, but think about the other person and their feelings. And like Mike said, try to be understanding of that because you never know what someone else is going through. There are ways to do it in this society, but I, I do believe it is challenging. Well, and as we talk about in this, these sessions that, you know, patience is something obviously that can be seen in the way that we interact with others. And we talk about in the whole last session about why is it important to have patience in our relationships, It that it does make our relationships with others a lot easier. And it is, man, that is really a visible evidence of Christ working in us to mm-hmm. be patient um, and to demonstrate that. Um, and it is also, I think for a lot of us as parents, it's one of those illustrations of, okay, here's where I've yielded to myself, my flesh rather than God, because I've just completely lost my patience with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we do as parents when we're really striving to, to live with patience and model patience, but then our kids do something that just completely make us lose it. How do we handle it? How have you handled that in the past when your kids have just blown you completely over the edge? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I, I look and I mentioned this before in our podcast, but I try to model, um, what I saw growing up and, uh, you know, my, my parents, uh, both of them, but especially watching my dad, um, you know, on many occasions he would come back to me and say, you know what? I blew it. You know, I, I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry. I was wrong about that. You know, and that just, I mean, I can't put into words what that meant to me for my dad, you know, to be able to come back to me and say that, you know, to admit he was wrong, you know? And so I've just tried to model that with my, with my own kids to say, you know what? I, I was wrong. And, you know, I think I have to be careful because what I want to say is, well, you did this. I know I was wrong, but, you yeah, know. It's your fault. But it's I, your fault, yeah. I, you know. Yeah. But that's not really an apology, you know. Right. But just to say, you know what, I, I, should, I overreacted or I, I shouldn't have said what I said or, you know, I, I just am wrong. Will you forgive me? And um, just, you know, try to model that for them and, 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 you know, and help them to see. Because what that helped me see in my dad is that he was a real person and he was struggling just like I was struggling um, so, and that did, I think sometimes we think 
if I do that as a parent, that's going to lower the way my children see me. You know, it's almost that thing of, well, I'm lowering myself to apologize, but I'm telling you with my dad, it raised yeah. my image of him when mm-hmm. he did that. And I'm hoping it's the same for my kids. Yeah. You know? yeah. That makes it tough. I'll say that, you know, before I was a parent, I really didn't know the difference between a response mm. and a reaction. And I think, you know, especially as the as our daughters are getting older and other issues come into play, uh, you know, my husband and I both have been very intentional about not reacting to a situation, but trying to respond, think it through, not just go off the first emotion yeah. <laughs> that sets in, because that one, that's the, usually the one that requires us to come back and apologize. <laughs> exactly. yeah. And, you know, so we've really, fortunately, one of us, we're not, not always in the same place at the same time. So if one of us is on the verge of reacting in a, in a, negative way the other one takes the reins there but i think in a single parent household it's really important to have someone to walk alongside you that knows where you are in your parenting process and Mm. can maybe help you see maybe another side of things or just talk you through it before you confront your teenager about something Mm. yeah and those are great those are great points i mean to have somebody alongside i would also encourage parents or stressed parents challenge parents um not to vent your impatience or your frustration with your kids on Facebook. Um, mm. You know, I've seen parents mm. do that, and that is just, man, that is like, that is like a, a parent sin. Yeah, um, to absolutely. Express your frustration uh, with that your is not kids the place on their that. wall on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. that's just is a bad deal. But you know, you know, I agree, Mike. We've, I've had to do that quite a few times. Come back and just say to my kids, you know, I'm really sorry for that. I've responded. I've also tried the. You know, from time to time, if I can catch myself, say, you know what, I'm, I'm really upset right now, and before I say anything, <laughs> get out of my side. Yeah, right? yeah, it's probably, yeah, and it doesn't come across as calm as this. You know, yeah. it's probably be a good idea for us to, if you just go to your room or you know, go yeah. somewhere for a little while, and we'll <laughs> talk about this in an hour yeah. or tomorrow yeah. or whatever. Um, because I think that's where we get into a lot of trouble. Is that we get impatient, we react, like you said, Karen. You know. And it's just that immediate thing that comes out, which then we're going to have to apologize for later. Mm-hmm. I know as a dad um, and as a coach, you know, mm. a lot of the times when I become impatient when I'm coaching is on the sidelines in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. And there have been several times I've had to apologize to the parents and to the refs after a game and just mm-hmm. say, you know, I'm really sorry for the way I reacted. That that just doesn't represent Christ. And, you know, I've had to tell parents, I said, yeah, that's not what I want to react. It's not what I want to demonstrate for your kids. Um and we find it, it just, it comes to me to, to realize that I am imperfect and I still have a long way to go for Christ to, to completely control all aspects of my life and to have, as we talked about, you know, in Philippians chapter two, that mind of Christ mm-hmm. um, and, and how would, how would Jesus respond and react? Right. And then some folks would come back and say, well, you know, he threw off over, over all those temp- tables in the temple. Uh, you know, was that patience? And, you know, that's a whole different story. Yeah, it is. Because as parents, I'd like to go into my son's room every now and then. <laughs> Throw things <laughs> around. Um, and, uh, yeah. But, you know, just dealing with, with patience. Um, and parents, we do want to encourage you, you know, again, as you're thinking about this topic, as we do pretty regularly, just to remind you that there are some questions that we provide for you to engage your student in these conversations uh, throughout the week. Um, if you just go to lifeway.com slash known, and on our leader tab on there, you're going to find a link to some parent ministry resources, and one of those is a list of questions for you each week just to ask your students related to these topics um, because that's one of the things that we have found 
and that we've experienced in our own lives as parents, it's probably a good idea to have some structured questions and some things that, okay, this would be a good question to ask and find a time to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Not not structure a, you know, you know, a regular time. It's like, okay, tonight at dinner, for 30 minutes after dinner, we're going to talk about patience. Mm-hmm. That's probably not the best way to handle that, although you can, right. um, but to find some ways to talk about patience. And I, I think, Mike, as you've said, one of the greatest teaching opportunities we have to tell, talk to our kids about patience, unfortunately, is that after those times when we've blown it and yeah. you say, you know, I wasn't patient and I want to be patient and I need, and it is a tempting temptation for us. I need your help mm-hmm. to help me be more patient. Um, and again, try not to throw that blame on them mm-hmm. as parents. That's what we want to do. It's like, you know, I'm impatient and it's your fault. Exactly. <laughs> and that could be true, but it really isn't because it's, you know, God working in us. Other thoughts about this topic for parents. You know, I think what it all comes down to is we love our kids and, you know, we we want to, and I've had to explain to my daughters before, it's not that I'm upset, you know, anything that I don't love you. I do love you. I just need some time to think through some things. That's right. And you really, just to remind ourselves, you know, that we love them. And really, what are we trying to accomplish through, you know, through our response to whatever it is that they've done that's causing us to, uh, you know, the emotions to swell inside and, and try to keep it anchored in the fact that when at the end of the day, we love them. Yeah. I think it's also we need to keep just keep in mind that this is going to be a constant classroom for us, <laughs> that we are constantly in this course. Um, I mean, when you think about the things that you dealt with with our kids when they were 13, 14, young teens, you yeah. know, uh, now, you know, with a 17-year-old and a 21-year-old, we're still in that classroom. You yeah. know, there's still things that they're different, you know, but they're, you know, and I don't know which is the hardest. I think it's always hard. I, you know, I mean, it was just, it was difficult back then to deal with those things, but the situations that we're in now, you know, it's it's different, but it's it's still, and which is just God, I think that's just God still continuing to carve and shape us, put yeah. us on that wheel, that potter wheel, and shape off what doesn't need to be there, you know, and still building our character, and which is which I'm I'm grateful for, you know, yeah. that He's not giving up on me, you know, yeah. that He's still patient with me, mm-hmm. you know, still teaching me. Just know that, you know, that's not that's not really an encouragement, you know. But if you're sitting there thinking, man, I can't wait till they get to be, if you got younger teens, you're thinking, man, I can't wait till they get to be 18 and 20. Well, let me tell you. Driving. Still, and, exactly. Yeah. Then you got driving and college and decisions about what school to go to and, you know, hurry and get that form in. I'm wanting to get that form in faster than they're wanting to, yeah. you know, all those kinds of things. And so it's just all, it's just different. But I think that's just one of those things that God's going to continue to use to shape me. And as you strive for patience and ask God for patience. You're going to continue to find situations where patience is required, and it is a constant thing with our kids. I think too. Rick, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but I think too is is what we've talked about a lot is that you are the model for patience for your for your kids too. I mean, not just with them, but the way they see you when you're in the car. And the way that you react to people outside, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, I'm on the ball field with my son, have been for several years, and the way that I treat those guys, as you said, and treat the umpire, and you know, so I'm the model for him, and I'm the model for my daughter, and parents, don't forget that you're modeling that. That's who they're learning patience from is from you. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, parents, thanks for joining us, uh, and. 
have a great week trying to be patient with your kids. <laughs> um, now that we've talked about patience and you're aware of that. Hopefully it'll be something right on the, on the front burner there that you'd be uh, more aware of that aspect of demonstrating God's character through you, that fruit of the spirit of patience. Thanks for joining us. Join us again next month. We'll pick up a brand new topic. <laughs> <laughs>